0: It has been a hell of a year, but no, I don't really want to talk about it. Been lots of joy, lots of tears, lots of highs and lows, but you know, that's just how it goes. That wasn't me that said that. I mean, I just said it right now, but <laughs> originally that was said by this amazing human by the name of Jane Marksuski. only she said it way cooler. See what I mean? (laughs) Way cooler. That was from her song, New Year's Eve, and she goes by the name of Nightbird. And that wasn't the only thing she said.
1: You can't wait until life isn't hard anymore before you decide to be happy.
0: You can't wait until life isn't hard anymore before you decide to be happy. Wow. Let's talk about that. I'm gonna show you how to operate in a spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. This message
2: is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get, it's not hard to get, it's not hard to understand. Hey, are you happy?
0: Now that's a great question.
2: Does the sun set high? Does the sun set high?
0: Welcome to Happy Life Studios. up happy lifers thanks for joining us today i am so happy you did so i go to the theater last week when i go to get my seat there's a guy in my seat and he's not sitting in my seat he's like sprawled out over my seat he's on the seats on both sides of my seat just laying there sprawled out on my seat i'm like my ticket i double check to make sure and yes he's right in my seat so I say, excuse me, sir, that's my seat. You're laying in there. Can can you get up, please, so I can sit down? And he rolls his eyes at me and just groans. I'm like, seriously, that, that's my seat, sir. You can't you can't lay in my seat. And he didn't move, just mumbled and just laid there. So I go out in the lobby and I talk to someone to change my seat or whatever. Well, when the manager finds out about it, he's like, what? The guy's laying? I said, yeah, he's laying over a whole mess of seats. He's like, that, that can't be. So he walks in there and tries to talk to the guy. And he says, excuse me, sir, you can't lay down in this theater. Besides, this is this guy's seat. I need you to get up. Would you please get up? And the guy just lays there and looks at him and mumbles something. <laughs> so he, he couldn't get the guy to move either. So he goes out in the lobby and I just follow him. The next thing I know, he's talking to the security guard, to the police officer on duty. The police officer comes in And looks at him and says, excuse me, sir, what's your name? Well, the man said, Hank. Hank, okay. And I'm thinking, well, at least we're getting somewhere. At least he's talking now, right? He said, "Uh, Hank, where did you come from? Hank points up and says, the balcony. (laughs) That joke actually fits in perfectly with what I want to talk about today. And has that ever happened to you in life? I mean, you thought life was going to be a movie and it turned out to be a hospital visit instead, (laughs) right? You thought you're going to have the best view of life and you end up on the floor. You thought you were going to be on the top level and you find yourself on the bottom instead. What do you do when that happens? That's what I want to talk about today. But before I do, I got to set it all up by saying this. And I don't want to say this, but I got to say this. I have to say this. I rarely ever say this because I really dislike saying it. This one word may be the most common word we use in the English language other than the or and. Maybe even more common than the or and. And I hate it. I don't like it at all but we use it all the time. It's the word that everyone seems to respond with when they're asked, how are you doing? They say the same thing. You probably don't know what figured out which word I'm talking about, right? Well, if you haven't figured out which word I'm talking about, just pretend I'm right there where you're at, in your car with you, in your living room with you, in their office cubicle with you, and I ask you, hey, how are you doing? What's your first response? And it hits your head. It's the word fine, right? (laughs) That's what we always say. If someone would have made a rule that said, every person in the world has to answer with fine when asked how you're doing, we would have less people doing it than we have today. It's like, it's just common code. When someone asks, how are you doing? You respond with fine.
1: I'm fine.
0: First off, I don't like that as a greeting. How are you? I mean, don't get me wrong. I love it when we ask each other, how are you? I think that's what life's about. We talk about that all the time at Happy Life Studios, opening up to each other, being vulnerable with each other. But when we say, how are you doing? It's usually just a substitute for saying hello, for saying hi. And I hate it. I don't like it at all because I don't know how to respond, right? (laughs) I mean, how do you want me to respond? Are you really asking me how I'm doing or are you just saying hello? I mean, there's been so many awkward moments. If someone asks me how I'm doing... I'm going to tell them how I'm doing. I'm an honest person. I'm going to tell them how I'm feeling. And I get halfway into telling them how I'm feeling. All of a sudden I realize they just want to get out of there. <laughs> they, they wanted a quick answer. Well, if you want a quick answer, don't ask for a long one. If you want a quick answer, say hello or say hi. When someone greets me with hello or hi, I know how to respond back. I'll respond back with hello or hi. But when they say, how are you? Now I got to decipher. Do you really want to know how I am and how to respond with that? Because secondly, I hate how we just use that word fine. I'm fine. The Oxford English Dictionary has over 170,000 words that we use right now. And almost 50,000 obsolete words that we don't use anymore. So we have well over 200,000 words to pick from. And we all pick that same word fine. 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 I mean, all the ways I could say that I'm doing and I'm going to reply with fine. I don't understand that. So I looked it up. And according to the Merriam-Webster dictionary, it says that fine means well or healthy, not sick or injured, feel fine. Okay. That makes sense to me. Okay. I get that. But when someone asks me how I'm doing, if they really want to know, do I really want to reply with, well, I'm not sick. I'm not injured. How are you? Oh, not sick or injured. Oh, that's great. Because we say, how you do? Fine. Good. And they walk off, right? What we're really saying is, how are you doing? Well, I'm not sick or injured. Oh, good. And walk off. I mean, (laughs) to me, that just, we have words to use. So let's use the words. So when someone asks how we're doing, I get when we say fine. It means I'm well or healthy, but is that really how I'm doing? Not only that, the very next definition in the Merriam-Webster says this, superior in kind, quality, or appearance. Excellent. Are we really superior? <laughs> Are we really superior in kind, quality, or appearance? Are we really, really doing excellent? Because when we reply with fine, that's what we're doing. We're saying, I'm superior in quality. I'm excellent. Well, <laughs> I'm not always excellent. So I don't always want to tell somebody that I'm doing fine. That's why when someone asks me how I'm doing, I want to tell them, number one, because if I'm struggling, if I'm not doing well, they might be the ones sent to help me. They might give me a word of encouragement, a pat on the back. They might just say, I'm sorry just acknowledge the fact that I'm hurting. And that gives me the encouragement, the hope or whatever they might have a statement for me. They might be the ones that are there to help me not be in such a difficult struggle because we're supposed to help each other out of our struggles. That's why we're in this thing together. We struggle together. But when we reply with fine all the time, well, I'm excellent. I'm not injured. I'm not sick. (laughs) Then we don't get that help. Secondly, if I'm not struggling, if I'm doing great, then I don't want to tell them fine. If I'm doing excellent, I don't want to just say excellent. I want to tell them why I'm excellent. I want to tell them about the promotion or about the cool thing that I did or about the cool thing someone else did for me. I want to tell them why I'm feeling as good as I'm feeling, even if it's just only a few words. But at least it isn't just one word, fine, because one word fine just basically means I've turned my brain off. In my opinion, it's almost like saying, I'm not even thinking about you that much. I'm just going to turn my brain off and just say one word, fine. Well, I don't want to know fine. I want to know how are you really doing? And thirdly, when someone asks me how I'm doing, I want to tell them because I'm an honest individual and I don't want to lie. If I'm not doing excellent, if I'm not superior in quality, I don't want to say that I am. If I'm not fine, I don't want to reply saying that I am. And I'm not the only one that feels this way. The Urban Dictionary itself says that I'm fine is the most told lie in the English language. When someone is, in fact, not fine, but drowning in their sadness, they say, I'm fine because they don't want to worry anyone with their problems, and it's easier than explaining what's wrong. (laughs) So. I don't want to say I'm fine. That's why I don't like that word. We've turned our brain off and we just, it's like saying hello to each other. Well, if we want to say hello, then let's use the word hello instead. And that's the other reason it's hard for me when someone asks me, how are you doing? Oftentimes I get asked that question because I'm a public speaker. And when I go back to a place time and time again, I get to know a lot of these people and we develop this friendship and they like me. So when they're asking me, how are you doing? They really want me to do well because they like me. And if I'm struggling at all, I want to tell them because maybe they'll help me out. Maybe they'll pray for me. I don't want to tell them I'm superior in quality if I'm really struggling. It wasn't until I got this video from a happy lifer that really it gave credibility to my feelings. He said exactly what I've been feeling inside, only he said he put it in words way better than I could. Check it out. This guy is the name of T.D. Jakes. He's also a public speaker, and he's a gospel preacher. You can tell um, by the way he, he says it. But check out what he says. I couldn't have said it any better.
2: Wrong but right, guilty but innocent. Y'all don't understand the dichotomy of the human experience. That's why I can't tell you who I am. Because you don't have time to hear. I can tell my therapist by the hour but when you say how I'm doing, you don't really want to know. Because I would have to say I'm good but I'm bad and I'm I'm excited but I'm scared to death and I'm nervous but I got faith and I believe God but I'm worried to death and, 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 and I'm, I'm righteous but I'm freaky and I'm holy but I'm broken and I'm uh, sanctified but I'm wild uh, y'all not going to talk to me come on where are the real people at I just need some real people come on I don't need no religious people I need some real people that, that are filled with conflict and contradictions and things that are too difficult to explain so we just say I'm fine I'm fine is easier than telling you I'm fragmented I'm broken. If you flip me off, I go crazy. I got a temper like a lunatic, but I got a heart like pure gold. I give you the shirt off my back, but if you steal $20, I'll run over you with the car.
0: That's exactly how I am. I'm wrong, but right. I'm guilty, but innocent. I want to tell them I'm struggling, but I'm also really good. I'm really grateful for all the things that are going on in my life. I'm good, but I'm bad. Excited, but scared to death. Nervous, but I've got faith. He says, I'm righteous, but I'm freaky. I love that. Holy, but broken. Sanctified, but wild. Fine, but fragmented. Got a temper like a lunatic, but a heart like pure gold. I'll give you the shirt off my back, but if you steal $20, I'll run over you with my car. (laughs) That's so perfect. And he he said it, you don't have time to know how I am. You ask me how I am, you don't have time to know how I am. Because for me to try to explain all that, it takes some time. And when people ask me how I'm doing, if I'm struggling, I want to tell them I'm struggling, but I also want to tell them, but I'm also great. Man, I'm so grateful. I'm so happy. I've got so many cool things going on in my life, but I also have scary things going on in my life. Just like Jane Marksuski said in her song, been lots of joys. Lots of tears, lots of highs and lows. That's how it goes. And I want to let them know that, yeah, I'm struggling, but I'm also doing fantastic. Life is good, but it necessarily isn't easy right now. So let's get back to Jane Markzewski or Nightbird. She's known as or was known as. So I was on YouTube the other day and I was uploading some stuff. By the way, we would love it if you would go to our social media pages and and follow us or subscribe to us, like our stuff, share our stuff, help us spread this happy. Just search Happy Life Studios on your social media. On YouTube, it's a little bit different. On YouTube, you go to youtube.com slash Steve O'Hays, S-T-E-V-O-H-A-Y-S. And I would love it if you would subscribe to me there and follow our videos and share our videos because we really are trying to spread the happy, but we can't do it without you. Trust me. It just feels like sometimes YouTube isn't giving me any love. (laughs) <laughs> I don't want to sound like I'm complaining. Here's that whole thing. I'm um, I'm good, but bad, right? I don't want to complain at all, but I just feel like I put out some some stuff, but it feels like the stuff that gets played the most is the stuff that's all about anger or stuff that's just kind of dumb, honestly. But we could definitely use your help in spreading the happy. Anyway, I said all that to say this. I was on YouTube getting ready to post one of our videos and a video came up that they recommended for me to watch. And it was a video of someone singing, a choir singing on America's Got Talent. And the title intrigued me. I can't remember what the title is now, but it intrigued me. I clicked on it, and it was a really cool video. And it almost had Simon in tears at the end. And as I watched the video, I realized they were doing a tribute to someone else that was on American Idol. And it was Jane Markzewski, also known as Nightbird. So I, I went to the original Audition with Jane and she had Simon in tears. I mean, it's talk about an awkward moment. How are you doing? You know how they always interview the performers before Anna? They do light talk and how are you? What's your name and everything? And so, like, how are you? Well, someone asked me and I tell him how I'm doing. I realize, oh, they didn't really want to know. That's kind of what happened to Howie Mandel here because he's asking her, they ask her what she's going to sing and she's going to sing a song called It's Okay. So they start asking her questions and they ask her where she works and then she replies with, well, I haven't worked for the last year because I've been struggling. I've got cancer in my body. Well, that kind (laughs) of changed the topic a little bit, right? And Howie Mandel came back and said, "Um, so you're not okay. And she, she replied with, well, not in every way, no. But it's important that everyone knows that I am so much more than the bad things that happened to me. And she sang this song. I mean, the story behind it is what's amazing. The story behind her. You want to talk about a modern-day hero that we've been talking about being a hero. And we tend to miss these people that are right in front of us. Well, this she got the golden buzzer. I mean, she brought the house down. It wasn't just the song that she sang, and I'm going to play it for you in just a second. You're going to see what an amazing voice she had. But even more important, what a humble, powerful, beautiful spirit. She had, she was magnetic. I mean, she would just draw you in. She had cancer three times by the time she was in her early 30s. She'd get cancer and then she would be cancer free and then it would come back and then she'd cancer free. How do you do that three times and, and keep your head up? And she wrote this song. She says, I'm going to do an original song. She wrote this song that was just, it's, it's what T.D. Jakes was talking about. Wrong but right, guilty but innocent, good but bad, excited but scared to death, nervous but I've got faith. In one of the videos I looked at, I think it was the last video before she passed away, she said that she had heard a quote that said, sadness is the soul's way of saying this mattered. She said, we've got to visit those feelings. We've got to feel those feelings. She called it a holy work. And even in her last days, and she's putting videos out, here she is with cancer, Amazing human being, beautiful, gorgeous singer, beautiful, gorgeous spirit. I mean, just so magnetic. And yet she's saying, but I know there's hope. And I don't understand why this has happened to me. And I don't understand why God doesn't always answer or heal people or whatever. But I know. And she's telling people on a video. She's spending her last energy encouraging other people. Hero. She's saying, listen, I know there are good people out there. That's what I've been talking about. If we post those things, there are heroes out there. There are good, powerful people out there. (laughs) And we just need to highlight them. And that's what we're doing right now. I should make this a limelight, but I'm not interviewing her. So I, I can't call it that, but I do want to play this last song that she wrote. I want to play a little clip of it for you.
1: I moved to California in the summertime. I changed my name thinking that it would change my mind I thought that all my problems, they would stay behind I was a stick of dynamite and it just was a matter of time Oh, dang, oh Okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. If you're lost, we're all a little lost, and it's all right, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. If you're lost, we're all a little lost, and it's all right, it's all right, it's all right, it's all right, it's all right.
0: I love how she said It's all right. It's alright, it's all right. It's all right. Oh, oh,
1: oh, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right.
0: You know, I thought I was going to be in the top view and I ended up on the floor. I thought I was going to life was going to be this movie and I end up breaking my back on the seats below, right? Having a tragic fall whatever, like the guy in the theater, right? We think life is going to be one thing and it turns out to be something else. And here she is, cancer three times. And she was given like a two percent chance to live, and she's up there singing, "It's all right, it's all right, it's all right." And I believed her. I believed her. she was saying. That with my soul was like a sponge, and her words were like water, and they were. Just, I was just soaking them in when she said, "It's all right, it's all right, it's all right."
1: It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. If you're-
0: Said, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. She kept saying, It's okay, it's okay,
1: it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. It's okay if,
0: you're it's okay if you don't have it together, it's okay lost. if you're a little lost. We all get lost, we all get a little lost sometimes. Wow, how she spent her life encouraging people that's what I'm talking about.
1: It's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. If you're lost, we're all a little lost, and it's all right.
0: What do you do? When you start up on the top floor and you end up on the bottom? What do you do when life sends something ugly to you? You're expecting one thing and you got another. What do you do when that happens? You realize it's okay to be good and bad. It's okay to stand in the light because you know there's darkness all around you, right? Those oxymorons, those dichotomies, they just go. You might be freaky, as, as T.D. Jake said, but you're also righteous. You Yes, you might be broken, but you're also holy. You may be wild, but you're sanctified. You may be fragmented, but you're also fine. And that's a time that we can use the word, I'm fine. And that's exactly what Happy Life Studios stands for. A happy life is a lifestyle where we get and keep happy no matter what the circumstances are. And Jane Martzewski, if she can fight cancer back three times before she's in her early 30s, and she ends up passing away to that ugly, ugly disease, and yet she chose to be happy.
1: You can't wait until life isn't hard anymore before you decide to be happy.
0: You can't wait until life isn't hard anymore before you decide to be happy. So life might be tough for you. You might have fallen out of the balcony, but you can decide to be happy. Make someone happy. Make just one someone happy and you will be happy too. It's okay. How are you doing? Really, don't you say fine. <laughs> you Thanks for listening. I hope that helped. Remember, life isn't perfect, but you can't wait until life isn't hard anymore before you decide to be happy. D-Base.